Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Makes the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And after a little bit of an absence, we are back, and we're ready to talk some Panthers football. Uh, we're going to go over the current depth chart for the team today. We're going to look at you know this year's depth chart versus where the Panthers started 2020 and the changes. Are there upgrades? Are there downgrades? What still needs to be you know, uh, addressed? Focused in I guess. on. Yeah. Yeah. What, what positions are we still lacking? Uh, and what do we feel really good about? And there's a lot, I think. Um, we're also going to discuss a really stupid, uh, actually a few stupid rankings that we've seen come out recently um, yeah. with regards to the Panthers. Uh, but first, Jerry, there is a debt to be paid, my friend. Yes, yes. Uh, I am no uh, Null Kuyper because I got a couple right. Um, <laughs> I did lose the draft bet, and I have sent you the Amazon package of my product of choice mm-hmm. of $20 or less. Mm-hmm. And you are now in possession of said package. Yes, uh, my package is here. It is ready. I'm ready to show it to the world. Um uh so yeah just to remind everyone we did have our draft bets um and i got i believe one more prediction correct than jerry did so jerry was forced to purchase a 20 dollar item or less i guess off of amazon all right so i'm gonna go ahead and open this now jerry i'm i'm banging on drums let me let me let me just describe what it feels like it feels like like a small pamphlet or something it's very (laughs) It doesn't feel substantial at all, so I've been wondering what this was. I went all back right. and forth on many different options. <laughs> <laughs> it is a team fan mask. The Carolina Panthers. It looks like a, what are they called? The Mexican Luchador. wrestlers. Luchador mask for the Panthers. It's actually pretty cool. This is... Like, I wouldn't wear this, you know, normally, but... I, I feel like you need to wear it during this podcast at I, least a little I'm bit. I'm going to at least put it on. <laughs> <laughs> this will probably need to be edited down a little bit, but a yes. A luchador mask. Carolina it's Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Let me take my glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gotta turn to the side now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you must take a picture and put it on Twitter for the Yeah. For the listeners to see. Now, first of all, I had many different options, but I was like, let's make this Carolina Panthers related. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, last time I bought the rubber rubber duckies from the the warehouse. The used rubber duckies, yeah. Well, they were from the warehouse, so I wasn't. I bought many things from the Amazon warehouse and never yeah. had them come back like that used or anything. Yeah, wet, dirty. Yeah, that, <laughs> and I kind of felt really bad to be honest with you when you said that. I was like, oh. So, I, I mean, I, to me, it was funnier. You <laughs> it know. was funnier, but, but this time, this is kind of something fun. Yeah, new. This is so. cool, and I do think. Uh, and I was thinking of that too. I was like, we should have made. Made this Panthers theme, so I think moving forward, let's make yeah. make our our winnings Panthers themed or alcohol, you know, either yeah. way. So, all right, well, thank you, Jerry, and I will uh, I will post a picture of myself wearing the Panthers Luchador mask to Twitter <laughs> a little later on. Before we get into the depth charts, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of these rankings that I've seen, and and one particularly got me. A little heated uh, yesterday when I saw it. PFF, Pro Football Focus. Normally a site that I don't have a lot of problem with. I enjoy their rankings and it just gives me a little more context on looking at some guys that maybe I don't know too much about. But they released their 32 best wide receiver ranks entering the 2021 season. And not a single Carolina Panther made the list. Yeah, and there's some questionable guys on here that. Well, I mean, I would, I would... yeah, it's you know I'm looking just just kind of scrolling down the list. Calvin Ridley is 11th. 
Okay, yeah. Calvin. See, and I like Calvin Ridley, yeah. and I think he has done better than DJ Moore, probably because a he has Julio Jones on opposite, and yes, Matt Ryan's Matt Ryan better than any quarterback. Yeah. But I think Calvin Ridley and DJ Moore are very similar in terms mm-hmm. of their production so far. Um, yeah. I, I I would need to look at Calvin's touchdowns. I think he has more touchdowns, but yeah. overall yardage and catches, I think they're very similar. So he's 11th in this list of 32, and DJ Moore doesn't rank here at all? Nope, not at all. Uh, And it shocked me because PFF posted something saying that DJ Moore had the most uh, (laughs) 20-yard-plus receptions mm -hmm. that were contested last year. Yeah. Like, let me just, (sighs) like, 16th, Keenan Allen would rather have DJ Moore. 18th, Odell Beckham Jr., Terry McLaurin is on the list. Terry McLaurin, I like Terry McLaurin, but yeah, I, I mean too, DJ Moore is DJ Moore ahead at least in that class. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, Corey Davis, Corey, Corey Davis, Davis is number twenty. Corey Davis shouldn't even come close to this list. No, Let's be Corey real. Davis, uh, he had a decent year last year. That's it. Uh, Tyler Lockett, I like Tyler Lockett. Cole Beasley is twenty third, and DJ Moore is not on the list. I, Cole I, I just... Beasley is twenty third. Antonio Brown, who played a handful of games last year. I just don't. Devontae Parker. Will Fuller, who plays a handful of games every year. Yeah, Devontae Parker. Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks? Come on. What year is this? Cortland Sutton. I, Cooper Cup, yeah, he had a down year, but I would actually have him higher than yeah, Cooper 30th. Cup is 30th. Debo Samuel time. is higher than DJ yeah. Moore. Tyler Boyd, 30, 32nd. Again, I like Tyler Boyd. I don't. He's not in DJ Moore's class. Exactly. There's a difference. Be, we aren't knocking these players. These are all good players. But come on. Yeah, some DJ, of these guys aren't even the number one on their own team. DJ Moore has <laughs> put up 2,000-yard seasons with really bad quarterback play. I mean, I would even have Robbie Anderson above, uh, like, Cole Beasley. I'd have Robbie Anderson above oh, Cole yeah. Beasley. Most and definitely. I'd have Robbie Anderson above Corey Davis. You know, I, I would put, I, I would honestly put Robbie Anderson in the same category as, like, a Terry McLaurin or a Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, Keenan Allen, once I, very, I very good. I Keenan Allen a well, little yeah, bit more credit. I guess I that. hold Keenan Allen's uh, injury history against him. He's never yeah. healthy for the whole season. Now, now that is his negative, but when he's out there, he's yeah. he's dynamic. But yeah, I agree. This this list is just very questionable. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got Michael Thomas seventh. Well, Michael Thomas was bad last year. Mm-hmm. You know, he he. Uh, Mike was... Evans is twelfth. Mike Evans was not good last year. I mean, yeah. he he played well, but Chris yeah, Godwin definitely got, outplayed him, yeah, and Chris sure. Godwin's below him. <laughs> right. You know, uh, so a little dumb. Um, I've also seen, like, several power rankings have come out. The Panthers are in the low 20s, like or the high 20s, oh, yeah. I should say, like 27th, 28th in some of these. And, well, saw- and they've actually dropped since the draft, and everyone seems to be very high on the Panthers draft. So I don't, I just don't really understand what's going on. Well, I saw the CBS Sports offensive rankings, and they had the Carolina Panthers ranked 24th. And it really discussed nothing else besides Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah. And and I understand that because Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. on paper, is a downgrade from Freddie uh, yeah. Um, So, obviously, we – and we'll get into it here when we talk about the depth charts. But we as Panthers fans are very hopeful that Sam Darnold <laughs> becomes an upgrade. But, yeah, Hopefully I mean – optimistic. That's what I'm trying yeah. to be. Maybe, you know, maybe all these folks are looking at, and maybe that's why DJ Moore's not on this list. If you're looking at who is, you know, who's going to have the best 2021 season, maybe that's what they're looking at. And they're, it, and they're downgrading the more because said. of Darnold. Yeah. The best 32 well, wide entering receiver. Entering the 2020, entering the 2021 season. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. really like that list. It, there was a lot of players on there that, were ranked higher than I thought they should be, and a lot of players ranked lower than they should be. Yeah, yeah. Well, as Panthers fans, the I mean, thing that pisses me off most is like, how is DJ Moore not one of the top thirty-two, even with Sam Darnold yeah. thrown to him? Because who has DJ Moore had in his career so far? 
What? Nobody At great. One, two years ago when Kyle Allen was throwing to him, he was one of the top five receivers yeah. until the last couple seasons or games where he was out injured. Yeah. I mean, he had, you know, half of Cam Newton, you know, mm-hmm. Cam Newton on one leg and one arm and, you know, bum shoulder. Kyle Allen, P.J. Walker, Teddy Bridgewater, Taylor Heineke. Like, he hasn't had anybody. Nobody yeah. good. So, anyway, uh, DJ, you're in our top 32, man. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, I would put he – he's not top five, but I would put him – he's around that 10 mark or so because there are a lot of good receivers out there. Yeah, I mean, so, like, just for – you know, you got – Stephon Diggs at eight, I'd have Stephon Diggs higher. Oh yeah, Adam Thielen, I'd have him higher. Justin Jefferson, really, I think you'd have to put him higher. Like that dude's a beast. But then there's Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper. Like DJ Moore's in that zone, and I, exactly. and I would put him ahead of maybe all of those guys, other than Calvin Ridley. So, and I think I'd have him tied with Calvin. So yeah, he's like fringe top ten. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'd put him at. Easy. Because you got Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyree Kill. Those guys are at the elite level that that DJ's not there yet. Hopefully he can get there with better quarterback play. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, if you put DJ Moore on the Chiefs, is he putting up Tyree Kill type numbers? Maybe. Maybe, you know. All right. So let's look at the depth chart since you know we've been talking about sam darnold we're just going to go ahead and jump into it with the quarterback position yeah um according to espn's projected depth chart we have sam darnold starter pj walker backup and will greer third tommy stevens is a four stringer it's listed at him as yeah according to espn now i would read um was it an athletic article or, or some article the other day where they had said that they think coming into the season, probably Tommy Stevens would end up being the third string quarterback so they could use him on, you know, as mm-hmm. for the gadget plays and stuff. And Will Grill will probably not be on the team. Yeah, I, I project the same thing because he hasn't shown anything. I thought last year would be his not coming out, but his, his start anew with a new. Mm-hmm. head coach and everything else but pj walker outplayed him and yeah. you know training camp and pj walker showed why he was a backup last year when yeah. teddy PJ, bridgewater went out pj walker who was a practice squad quarterback for the seahawks who went to the is it the xfl yeah he was in the mm-hmm. xfl you know and then he comes in he wins the backup job so what does that tell you about will greer like yeah dude's probably not gonna be on the roster now no, looking he has a glorious beard though he does have a glorious beard <laughs> Um, just looking at last year, you know, obviously Teddy was the quarterback coming into last year. Um, and I just kind of want to look at the starters when we're talking about, uh, you know, comparing last year to this year. I'm going to go ahead and speak for you and say we don't know if this is an upgrade or not, right? We It's still too early to tell. We need to see Sam out there before we can really determine whether or not this is an upgrade. But if you if I had to put a gun to your head and say, is Sam Darnold going to be the starter for the Carolina Panthers in 2023. No. What would you say? No. Okay. So you're not a believer. No. I am not a Sam Darnold believer. I personally feel like we're going to be the new Cleveland Browns where we're just going for a new quarterback every year or two until we finally get one. And that I is, think, yeah, that's and the this fear. is me. I think passing on Justin Field is going to come back to haunt this franchise. Well, we, yeah, regular listeners to this show know how we feel about passing on Justin Fields. Um, I mean, I'm a little more hopeful on Darnold, but I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm reading the articles I'm watching, I'm watching highlights and it, there's just a lot. He did not play good in the Jets. No, he played terribly. I mean, he was the worst quarterback in the league. Exactly. And Among that's the like thing 37 is, starters, he was the worst. There's been other quarterbacks who had bad coaching and bad organizations mm-hmm. around them and not look that bad. Yeah. And it's it's unprecedented, really, to have a guy who was a three-year starter and was that bad mm-hmm. turn into a good quarterback after moving teams. Now, we saw Tannehill do... But Tannehill wasn't as bad as Darnold yeah. in Miami. So... 
Yeah. Um, is this an upgrade? TBD. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I think at best we might be looking at slightly better than Teddy. Which, if he's slightly better than Teddy in the right areas of the field, then that could be a huge upgrade. Going we'll deep. Yeah. Two minute. Going warnings. deep. Two minute warning. Red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, moving to running back. You know, Christian McCaffrey is the guy. Um, he was the guy coming into last year. Of course, he missed the majority of the season. Only played three games. We did lose Mike Davis back up to the Falcons, who looks like he's going to be their starter. Yeah. And they don't really have anybody else on that roster uh, to compete with him. So, um, And we did bring in Chubba Hubbard in the draft. Uh, we got Chubba Hubbard, Rodney Smith, and Reggie Bonifant as you know, filling out the depth chart here. I, I would not be surprised if Darius Clark somehow makes this roster or at least the practice squad. Yeah, He's the uh, running back that was at that hub workout mm-hmm. that I think it was Joe Brady was at. And... He's he stood out and they went and signed him right away after that. So I think that guy has a fringe roster practice squad guy could yeah. make it. And I know his name's Chuba Hubbard. I just like Chuba Hubbard. I think it's it sounds better and it's fun. Um, so what do you think <laughs> overall running back the stable of running backs? Maybe a slight downgrade from where we were in twenty twenty. I don't know, man. I I'm feeling I'm feeling excited. I've watched a lot of. T- I watched a lot of highlights from Hubbard. I don't want to yeah. say tape because I don't go get the actual tape. But sure. he, I, I feel confident with him. I'm hoping I'm hoping going into this season, it's the same way going into last season, if well, that makes sense. Yeah, nobody knew what Mike Davis was going to be last year. Yeah. We were, you know, I, I mean, hell, you and I thought he was going to be cut. Like he wasn't even going to make the roster coming into last Correct. season. So. I, I'm going to say slight downgrade. Um, you want to say slight upgrade? That's fine. Um, I think we're we're fairly similar. As long as Christian plays, I, I would I would mark it as a push. Push. Okay. Um, going to wide receiver now, and I'm just gonna. I don't know how we want to look at wide receiver. I guess we'll go with the. What Robbie they have Anderson, here on DJ Moore starting. Yeah, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore starting. We did sign David Moore from the Seahawks. He is currently listed as, I guess, the slot receiver, the third receiver. Drafted Terrace Marshall in the draft, a mm-hmm. pick that both you and I like a lot. Um, we've got Brandon Zilstra, and then Sh- is it She Smith or I guess it's Shy Smith. Shy Smith uh, from South, South Carolina. Carolina. So he is currently listed as the number one slot backup. Yeah. I'm- yeah, he's had bad quarterback play, mm-hmm. but he's looked good at South Carolina. I, th- I think that was a really good pick, and I'll be very interested on how this roster shakes out in the wide receiver department because we know DJ and Robbie. After that, though, Terrace Marshall could slip into that slot. I yeah, I, he's I played got, some slot. So yeah. and then Shai Smith is more of the slot guy. So. Yeah, this, well, I mean, this receiver core looks. There's good. talent. There is a lot of talent. I mean, we got Brandon Zilstra who played a little last year. He's uh, listed as DJ's backup. Then there's Keith Kirkwood who missed all of last season. Who the coaches are high on. Omar Bayless, who mm-hmm. we were all high on, kind of last year before he got hurt. Um, and then there's a few other guys here: Micah Simon, Ventrell Bryant, Mark and Michelle, and Ishmael Hyman. Yeah. Uh, so the back end of the depth chart, you know, probably who knows how many of those guys like to make the team. Normally, what, six make the team? So let's just talk it out. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, David Moore, Terrace Marshall are locks. Are locks. Uh, and then you've got Zilstra, Shy Smith, Kirkwood, and I would say Bayless as the guys that are going to be fighting for those last mm-hmm. two spots. I think it'll be Zilstra and Shai Smith. I think Zilstra will earn it with his ability on special teams. And I think Shai Smith, I think I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't the returner either. I was going to say Shai Smith also a special teams guy. I could see, I I think Shai Smith makes it. I could see Zilstra or Kirkwood because for some reason they really like Kirkwood. I know he came from the Saints, so, you know, Brady likes him a lot. But I could see Kirkwood sneaking into that sixth spot. Um, of course, we lost Christian uh, Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. Big loss uh, for Big the loss. team. 
So looking at the additions, you know, basically you're saying DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall, Shy Smith probably will be able to cover that thousand yards of offense that Curtis Samuel took with him. Hopefully. Um, upgrade or downgrade wide receiver? Position. I'm going to lean downgrade, but not hard downgrade, just because Terrace Marshall hasn't done what Curtis Samuel's done yet. I'm going to agree with you. And also the flexibility that Curtis mm-hmm. Samuel gave you out of the run game. Um, I don't know if these guys have that. Yeah. Uh, certainly not to the level that Curtis Samuel was able to do it. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're a little more limited in what you can do with these guys. But this is a damn good receiver core. This, absolutely. Yeah. I am I'm feeling very calm. After that draft, after looking at Marshall and Shai Smith like more, uh-huh. I really like both of those picks. Yeah. I mean, we like Marshall when it happened, but Shai Smith, the more I looked at him and the more I kind of researched him. Yeah, agreed. And honestly, I'm I'm pretty high on Moore as, or David Moore as well. Me too. And I'm curious to see what he can do with, with maybe a little more, um, more balls coming his way. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's move to my favorite position, the tight end. Uh, we've got Dan Arnold listed as the starter right now mm-hmm. on ESPN. Uh, Ian Thomas, Tommy Trimble, and Colin Thompson as the next guys. Of course, Tommy Stevens also, uh, you know, probably will play yeah. some tight end. So this is a, a I guess a, this is a, a bit battle. of a change. Yeah. This is ju- this is going to be a pure battle for the. I think Dan Arnold does have the step up, but other than that, I think it's a battle. I think Tommy Trimble was drafted for a reason, mm-hmm. and he has great. I know this sounds very boring, but go watch his blocking highlights on YouTube. He's going to play it a lot. It is very, very good. I could actually see Tommy Tremble playing more than any of the other guys. Yep. Just because of his blocking, but not le- not even not leading the t- the team in tight end receptions. I think I-, I could see him going out there and being more of the starter just in general. I think he has yep. the athletic build. I don't necessarily know how they're going to use him in the pass catching field but not every time he lines up it has to be a block he's gonna be a project when it comes to receiving um but he's got the body he's got the athleticism and he's an excellent blocker so he's gonna get a lot of field time um i I mean this is an upgrade uh, upgraded position for me and it's not upgraded as much as i would want it to be upgraded but you know losing man hurts we lost man hurts really is kind of the only significant tight end who's no longer on the team. But Trimble comes in as that blocking tight end and mm-hmm. is probably an upgraded blocker to Manhurts, even though Manhurts is a very good blocking tight end. And Dan Arnold had a decent season last year with Arizona. So. Dan Arnold is the best receiving tight end on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian Thomas would not be surprised if Ian Thomas does not make the team. Or it gets traded. I could see someone, maybe Washington yeah. or something. Maybe Washington. Maybe gives up a six-round pick or something like that. He had a lot of hype coming out of college as a big project. Big project. And and unfortunately, he's not paid off. So uh, you have always been higher on Ian Thomas than I have. So I don't know that anyone would want to trade for him. But, hey, if we can get anything for him, I'd be happy with that. Uh, All right. So moving on to the offensive line. Starting at left tackle. So left tackle, left guard really are the, the main changes here in terms of starters. So... ESPN has left tackle Cameron Irving listed as the starter. Uh, of course, we drafted Brady Christensen and then Greg Little uh, as the third guy here. Um, again, I, I think this is a big question. And, and they have Trent Scott at right tackle. I think Trent, Trent Scott's Scott. going to be in that left yeah, tackle. Also could be left tackle. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we lost, We don't uh, – Kung is still out there. He has not been signed, so he's still a free agent. Um and of course, Dennis Daly also on the still on the team. Let's could, just be honest. Be this there. is going to be a crapshoot. They're going to all compete for that left tackle spot, and if it ends up with Cameron Irvin starting, we're not in a good position. Um, Brady Christensen. I mean, he went in the third round. He's 
he's probably not going to be a starting left tackle from the get-go. That being said, uh, Matt Rule came out and said, Brady Christensen can play all three different players or positions on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. You needed a left tackle. There's no question about that. That's great if he could play guard, but that's not what you need him. He needs to go into camp, and he needs to win that left tackle position. Otherwise, Sam Darnold's going to get very friendly with the groundskeeper because he's going to be hitting that grass all day long. Well, I'll be honest with you. I I think it's quite possible that the the starting left tackle in 2021 is not on the roster right now. I, I would not be surprised if, you know, cuts come along or there's a trade or something like that. The, the Panthers realize after maybe OTAs or something that they don't have a starting caliber left tackle on this roster. Now, I'm hoping that Cameron Irving or Christensen can prove me wrong. I've seen nothing from Greg Little that makes me think he is a starting caliber. No. Dennis Daly has had flashes but can't stay healthy. Uh, Trent Scott was serviceable, but certainly, I, I oh, would say, he, is a, a good backup. <laughs> absolutely. I was I was excited when we signed him just because you like that depth. Yeah. I mean, you don't want him out there starting 16 games, right. 17 games this year. So, uh, just looking basically from last year, you know, last year our left tackle was not good either. So, we were no. excited, more excited about a Kung coming in but he had been coming off you know health issues and he was a little getting older um so i don't think we were too excited about him either so would you say that this position has been upgraded push or downgraded from last off season i would say downgraded yeah because i was higher on Okung. that being said after yeah, the season the per- i would say it's happened. more of a push because yeah. it's still all a question mark yeah, I mean, right. Our thoughts going into last season were less excited about it, but I think seeing how last season played out, played out, it's a push to me. It's just, mm-hmm. it's still crappy. Uh, moving on to the next position on the offense here, left guard. We've got Pat Elfin. Elfline. Oh God, I hope he Elfline doesn't have to start <laughs> as the starter. Um, Cameron Irving is listed as the backup. So again, these guys, you know, are, are flexible. Uh, Aaron Montiero and then Dennis Daly listed. So uh, this could these guys could really be flexible here. Yeah, I think Dennis Daly is going to pop up there a lot more than. Mm-hmm. And you also have Deontay Brown over there, but I, you know, maybe he he can get the right guard spot, which he's more of a right guard than a left guard. And then John Miller could float over to left guard. Right, and we are looking at ESPN's depth chart here, so this is just what they have. But we know that like. Cam Irving is listed as the backup left guard, but the starting left tackle. So some of this is a little wonky. I mean, who knows? If Christensen, I can't speak, Christensen Christensen, can win that left tackle spot, then you can slide Cameron Irving into left guard. And that does look more formidable. Yeah, or Christensen could win the left guard spot. I mean, honestly, like Christensen (laughs) could end up being a guard. Um, And if he's a better starting guard than he is a backup left tackle, then Obviously, give me him as whatever yeah, position he's best at. Um, so, you know, let's just talk guards in general. John Miller is the right guard, and this is the same from last year. You know, he, I think out of the guards, he's the most— Yeah, he's stable. He's the one who's got the starting job. I wouldn't even say unlock, but he's got it, one of yeah. them, in my opinion. They've got Mike Horton lifted, listed as his backup, then Deontay Brown and Martez Ivy. I am— pretty high on Deontay Brown. I think that it's quite possible that he moves into a starter position, could be at left guard like you talked about, um, or at least uh, you know becomes the backup. He's huge, mm-hmm. and I think he's, he's he, yeah he's going to be a force. Yeah, I agree. And his knock was pass blocking, but he didn't really – I believe I read he didn't even give up a sack last year. So – Obviously, he's not that bad. <laughs> right. Blocking. They say his athleticism is horrible, but he's huge. So if you're on, you know, in the guard position and you've got two talented people around you, so like if he does start, you know, at right guard, if he is at right guard, he's probably going to be pretty formidable. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what would you say about the guard position in general? And and we'll, again, we're going to lump them together because these guys are so. It w- it was another flexible. bad one last year, so I'm going to go yeah. push. Yeah, I, I agree. John Miller is the bright spot. Uh, but again, he's just 
I do average. like the fact that we have a few young guys there that we can plug in and hopefully do better than they did last year. Yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead and go center before we get to the only bright spot on the line. So center, Matt Paradis comes back again. Um, Sam Tecklenburg is in there. And then they've got Pat Elfline listed as his main at Paradis's main backup. Um, but he's not going to be the main back if he's starting at left guard. So, But it's nice. I guess he could slide over if need be. Um, so Paradis, again, was the starter last year. To me, this is a push. We did lose our main backup mm-hmm. center from last year. Um, and his name is escaping me. Tyler Larson? Tyler Larson, yep. I think and... he went to Buffalo. Yeah, it, he went to one of the other Buffalo Carolina Buffalo Washington, teams. yeah. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> Um, yeah, push, if not a little downgrade, because we did lose Tyler Larson. I was hoping that they'd re-sign Tyler Larson. I thought he was a yeah. very solid backup. Uh, so moving to the the lone bright spot here, Taylor Taylor Moore, uh, Taylor Moten, excuse me, at right tackle, and then you, they've got Trent Scott listed as his backup, but I think that could be almost anybody. Um, again, this is I'm going to give this an upgrade because they brought back Moten when. We were afraid that they wouldn't. Uh, yeah. So they did bring him back with the with the franchise tag. Hopefully, they can sign him to a long term deal. I hope so. Um, they, they freed they up a lot of like, cap by releasing so say, many people. Yeah, they still have. I think the tenth most cap space in in the league right now. So yeah, and it's better to sign him now instead of like two years from now when the cap is supposedly going to be going up close to a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, so looking at the offense overall, Jerry. Upgrade or downgrade or push from last season? So much hinges on Darnold. Yeah, I was going to say, that's unknown. I'm going to go push just because it's very similar almost to last year where you didn't know what the quarterback position is going to give you. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I'll go push as well. Maybe slight upgrade, but overall I'm going to say push. Let's move on to the defense. Um, starting left defensive end, it has listed Hassan Reddick, then Morgan Fox, Marquise Haynes, and Kendall Darnison. Donerson, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Very happy. Agreed. Uh, that, that, last year, I think it was Weatherly. Now, Pro, uh, Pro Football Reference has... Brian Burns listed as last year's left defensive end, and Rhett Weatherly as the right defensive end. So we'll just call it defensive end. Yeah. Um, so Weatherly was the starting last year. Hassan Reddick is a massive upgrade over Absolutely. Weatherly. Yeah. Over Weatherly or Etor, who was supposed to. I mean, Hassan Reddick had a really great year last year. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have another one, especially with Brian Burns. We're going to go ahead and say Brian Burns is on the other side. I mean, yeah, of course. Wh- which one of those are you going to? really on passing downs are you going to really focus in on yeah and then morgan fox was a really sneaky good signing by the panthers uh kind of later in the free agency period and he could easily start a few games if need be and he uh, can also slide in to defensive tackle on obvious passing downs right 30 longs he's got some of that flexibility and then marquise haynes has shown flashes Mm -hmm. if marquise haynes is your third guy in line that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good um so yeah left defensive end massive upgrade yep um just going over to the other defensive end uh brian birds where i said and then etor gross matos christian miller who missed all of last year Mm -hmm. he opted out um and austin larkin this is probably the strength of our defense now is yeah. that defensive and pass rushing ability? I could see wrecking some havoc on some quarterbacks with that group. Agreed. And again, like Christian Miller showed flashes in his rookie season. Yep. And I think he can play some linebacker as well. Um, but, you know, Gross Matos, again, showed some flashes. Mm-hmm. Maybe better suited as a backup or a guy that comes in, you know to spell someone and it just comes in and brings a lot of energy. Um, so yeah, again, I'm, I don't know. I guess this would be an upgrade if you're saying gross Matos is the backup and not 
on the other side of the line. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. So I, I'd be I'd be fine with that. Um. Again, we're gonna do defensive tackles all together. Yeah. They have Bravion Roy starting over Daquan Jones, and I think that's just a fabrication. That's odd. Of, yeah. Um. Derek Brown, is... obviously starter, mm-hmm. had a good rookie season. Um. <clears throat> Bravion Roy had a solid rookie season, but I don't see him as a starting. No, let's tackle. just say Daquan Jones. If if they're starting two defensive tackles, if this is a a four three, then then Daquan yeah. Jones is he is a starter and he's going to play a lot. Yeah, and then Davion Nixon, uh, draft pick who fell down. Mm-hmm. I really like that pick too. Yep. Uh, then Mike Panasuk and Phil Hoskins. Yeah. Another draft pick. <clears throat> over last year upgrade or downgrade or push so we lose kk short we lose zach kerr mm-hmm. uh zach kerr on such a cheap contract like we you know we talked about how much we disliked them moving him um i'm gonna say upgrade because year two of Derek brown will be better than year one and then daquan jones is and upgrade over Zach Kerr. And, you know, KK at his best is better than Daquan Jones, but KK is not at his best anymore. I concur. That's exactly what I was going to say is an upgrade. Pretty much same reasons. I also think Davion Nixon may be a very, very surprising right. great this pick was, for us. Yeah, this was, uh, I mean, defensive tackle... Just a few weeks ago, you and I were really up scared about what yeah. they were going to do. Because really, Derek Brown and Bravion Roy were the only guys around. So they've yeah. done a good job filling out that spot. It's no longer the huge weakness that we thought it would be. No, and they filled it out nicely without using much capital in finances or in draft picks. Yeah. So now we're going to go over to outside linebacker, weak side linebacker. It has Shaq Thompson starting. No questions. He's got the starting job. Mm -hmm. Frankie Luvu and Chris Orr. You know, let's uh, maybe we'll go through the whole linebacker core together. Uh, Middle linebacker has Denzel Perryman, Patty Fisher, and Julian Stanford, who just resigned. Oh, Patty Fisher. And strong side linebacker Jermaine Carter, Jeremy Chin, and Clay Johnston. So, I don't yeah. know how I feel about this group. Yeah. I, I like Denzel Perryman. I like Denzel Jermaine Perryman. Carter. I like yeah. Shaq Thompson. But I don't think they're – I guess the problem is they're not the linebacking core of the Carolina Panthers in previous years. Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis – Mm-hmm. You know, they're not those guys. But when you're comparing it to Shaq Thompson and Tier Whitehead from last year, upgrade. It's a big upgrade. Um, if Denzel Perryman can stay healthy, he's a pro bowler. I mean, he's he's that good, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jermaine Carter had a really nice first season. Yeah. Once he replaced uh, Tahir Whitehead, that yeah. defense looked so much better because there wasn't that big gaping hole in that defense like yep. it. um and jeremy chin again he's just gonna float around he's gonna do his float around be awesome wherever he goes player yeah. jeremy chin is gonna be um you know again they've got him listed as uh, the backup linebacker but they've got him listed as a starting safety so he's gonna be wherever he's gonna be this defense is gonna be um amorphous would be the word. They're, they're going to be positionless, I think, in a lot of places. Hassan Reddick's going to play some linebacker. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just going to be a lot of interesting Brian things Brian Burns, going too. On. He's played yeah. linebacker. That's yeah. They've got athletes all over the field. Um, so, overall linebacking core, like like we said, like when you remove Tahir Whitehead, you add Perriman, then I think oh, it's an automatic upgrade. upgrade. <laughs> so, I'm everything Perri- else is very similar yeah. to last year. Perryman, it could be a really another good signing this offseason if he can mm-hmm. stay healthy. When he's yeah. played, he's played well. Yeah, unfortunately, he's not played a whole season in his career, so 
We're hoping that he will stay healthy. This is the season. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go to the cornerbacks. We have Dante Jackson starting one side and J.C. Horn starting the other. Then we have Rashawn Melvin, A.J. Bowie, Keith Taylor, Troy Pride Jr., Miles Hartsfield, Stanley Thomas, Oliver Third. Uh, J.C. Horn, maybe not the pick I wanted at eight. I think he's going to be a good player. I think hopefully he could be that lockdown corner that you want to draft there. I like having a solid backup in A.J. Boye. I don't know who's going to take that slot corner, though. I, Troy Pride struggled last year. Um, I Maybe Keith Taylor, but again, he was a late, late round draft mm-hmm. pick. Miles Hartsfield made this team last year due to special teams and being a extra running back. Mm-hmm. Losing Corn Elder was uh, a miss, I think, for this team. That it would have been nice to have kept him around. You told me that last off season, and I would have <laughs> laughed in your face, but right. you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, so Rasul Douglas also not you know the mainstay at. Uh, corner last year no longer on the team i do think that there is still work to be done uh mm-hmm. for cornerback depth here now aj bouye is suspended the first two two games of the season so um they're gonna have to be uh, there's gonna be a string if these are the guys that's jc horn and Dante Jackson are gonna have to play a lot in the first couple weeks of the season but jc horn may not be ready to start week one like he's a rookie so we'll have to see you're We're hoping pick that he in the comes draft. I'm sorry, but he's gonna get, have to get out there right yeah, away. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Um, I hope he is. I really hope he's ready to start. But <sighs> if if you're picked in the top ten, there's not that time that they typically give you. Only quarterbacks get maybe a few weeks off. Yeah. Before. I mean, I agree. Out there. I I think that he was drafted to be the starter. Um. But he's a rookie, so we'll see. But uh, overall, Stanley Thomas Oliver, I you know, may not make the team. Kenny Robin, oh, I'm sorry, uh, that's uh, safety. Uh, Miles Hartsfield, like you mentioned, probably more of a special teams guy. So Troy Pride, I saw nothing from him last year. Overall, yeah, uh, I don't know. What do you think? I'm gonna let you go. I'm first gonna on go this one. upgrade. I mean, last year, uh, Russell Douglas, even though he played really great at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fell off. But hard. I think I think JC Horn's a better I'm he better be a better cornerback than <laughs> Russell Douglas. Yeah. And Dante Jackson's still out there. And Dante Jackson, he played really well except for that toe injury. Right. The toe injury definitely derailed him. We were both very pleased with how well he played. And he's in a contract year this year, so that always seems to make guys play harder. I'm I'm gonna go slight upgrade just because I'm gonna go upgrade. Um I think Depth wise, if assuming all was healthy last year, I think they were a little deeper. Um, but AJ Bouye basically coming in and taking the corn elder spot in terms of just one for one, I think is a, a at least a push. I would have easily set upgrade before last year, but corn played well last year, so uh, yeah, I'll go slight upgrade. Yeah, I'm going upgrade. Um, safety position we have Jeremy Chin. Strong safety and Justin Burris starting. Uh, I think that's the same way they were last year. Um, backing them up is Kenny Robinson, Sean Chandler, Sam Franklin, Jalen Julius, Lano Hill, JT Ibe. Ibe. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you know, Trey Boston obviously was a starter last year. Oh, I forgot uh, about that. Sorry. Chin, Chin was sort of a linebacker mostly. So yeah, I mean, you're basically replacing. Trey Boston with Burris essentially, and then moving mm-hmm. Chin into the strong safety spot. So <sighs> Trey Boston was not good last year. Um, no. and Justin Burris was okay. He was solid. I see. I don't even think he was that good. <clears throat> I think he was. He struggled a lot, but yeah, he made some plays. Um, but yeah, overall, he he wasn't great. And um, Jeremy Chin. <clears throat> As much as we love Jeremy Chin, yeah. his worst attribute last year was pass coverage. Right. 
So he missed he missed a, a decent amount of tackles last year, uh, which you want your safety to be able to tackle. So you know. this is this worries me. I really like Kitty Robinson coming out last year, uh-huh. but he didn't he didn't show me anything. Didn't so I lot. can't. I think so he was he, hurt. He was hurt a lot last season too, but. Sam yeah, Franklin is... was a pleasant surprise, mm-hmm. but but even still, didn't play a ton. He's a, he's the guy you're happy to be a backup, not a right. starter. Right. This is definitely the weakness of the defense. Absolutely. And we knew this coming in, and I think if they're going to focus on one spot outside of left tackle, it needs to be safety. They need to upgrade the safety position big time. Yep. Uh, even so, I'm going to say push. For this position, because I don't think they were very good last year, coming Same. in. Same. Um, and then Chin, you know, obviously I like Chin a lot more than Trey Boston, but as the safety in particular, I don't know. Uh, I think he's not going to play that position. A ton. Yeah, I'm ki- I'm kind of worried that mo- forcing him to that strong safety position instead of letting him pl- continue that outside linebacker Joker uh-huh. role he had last year. I hope it doesn't hurt his. His, the way he Production, played, yeah, but that's that's my deep concern. Yeah, he could come that. in and and just be amazing at that spot, and yeah. and that would be great. Uh, but you're taking him away from what he was great at last year, you know, or showing flashes of greatness, I should say. I, he should have been defensive rookie of the. Well, I get Chase Young's argument, yeah. but he was le- a legitimate. Defensive Rookie of the Year candidate. Oh, for sure. I think he finished second, right? Yeah, so he did. He was there. Um, so overall defense, upgrade or downgrade? Upgrade. Yeah. That pass rush is scary. Yeah. That defensive is line defense. is going to be scary. Yeah. And this defense got better as the season went on last year. Mm-hmm. There were some rough games. Um, Absolutely. But towards the end of the season, they, they played really well, so... I agree. Like this is the strength of the team right now, in my opinion, is the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, special teams is the same as it was last year. There's no differences, um, yeah. other than maybe kick, you know, kick and punt return. We'll see how that works out. But yeah. the main guys are all the same. Um, so we're gonna call that a push. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is what it is right now. Obviously, this some of this is gonna change as the off season moves forward and guys get cut. I just saw that one of the Washington uh, tackles got cut today. Morgan, Morgan Moses. Moses. So there will be more guys like that that are cut for salary cap purposes. And, you know, who knows what the starting roster is going to look like. But it's going to look very similar to what we just <laughs> we just went through, assuming health. Yeah. yeah. Um, overall, what do you think this team's biggest strength is? What position group, I should say? Well, I think uh, the team overall, I, I guess I'd have to say defensive end. Yeah. I mean, you could rushers. say wide receiver as, as a close second, but yeah, the pass rushers are going to be nasty. I, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Because yeah. I think you can even go down on a situation where you put Morgan Fox or Etor Gross Montos mm-hmm. in that defensive tackle position sometimes. And just get after whoever's the quarterback. Yeah, I mean Marquise Haynes as well. Um, you know, another guy that has shown flashes. So you can shuffle some of these guys in and give Burns and and Reddick a breather and not lose a ton. You know? And don't forget, Derek Brown. I think either led the league or was close to defensive tackle quarterback pressures last year. Yeah, he didn't, didn't get, get the a sacks. Lot of sacks, but yeah, so he got to the quarterback. So. Yeah, I'm I'm you know excited about that, and then I think weakness we know, you know, is safety, right? Safety Biggest and quarterback and quarterback, yeah. And again, quarterback is Sam Darnold could come in with a change of scenery and light it up. That's yeah. what we're hoping happens. Uh, or left tackle, you could also say left tackle <laughs> in, that, in that weakness spot. Oh, so many questions, so many. On the offense, man, I'm serious. Like left tackle. Left tackle and quarterback are gonna—they're gonna go together. You know, yeah. if that left tackle is bad, so, then Sam Donald is not gonna have a chance to be good. 
And the problem is they had options in the draft to get a really good left tackle, but you could have gotten a starting ta- a starting left tackle in the second round. Absolutely. Instead of trading back so many times, and now they traded back a lot. They got a lot of quality Capital. players. But would you have rather have a starting caliber left tackle and not have Terrace Marshall and Tommy Tremble on the team? I think I think I would. Yeah, I would too. You know. But we're um, not we're not the GMs. We're not GMs. So uh I think we kinda talked about it. What do the Panthers still need to add was kind of our last thing yeah. here, and I I think we've we've discussed that in depth, so all right. Is there any last words before we sign off today? No. Uh, I think we're, we've covered it all. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. If you have any suggestions for off-season shows, email us because <sighs> – we're gonna we're we're gonna start struggling pretty soon with the uh, until training camp starts. Um, and if you leave us a five star review with with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Uh, we're taking next week off. Yeah, we're gonna have a, a little hiatus. Not a ton happening right now in the NFL, so we're gonna kind of use the time to figure out our next few weeks of shows here and and just come back ready to go in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, Jerry mentioned it, but everybody please go to iTunes or Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this show and give us uh, a five-star review or, um, write a review for us. It really helps kind of move us around in the recommendations and things like that. It, it, it truly does help and check out our YouTube page, Meow Mix podcast on YouTube. Um, got a lot of new listeners there viewers i guess uh, so that's always fun jerry puts those together and does a great job so check that out um until the next podcast everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding <laughs>